You're listening to The Caring Economy with Toby Uznick, brought to you by Philanthropic Impact. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to The Caring Economy with me, Toby Usnick. Today, I have a very dear friend, T. Oliver Reed, with us. He is a native of a small town of Gastonia, North Carolina. He's been performing since he could walk and talk. He is the youngest of four children. He began singing in the choir at St. Stephen's AME Zion Church as part of a very musical family. And by the age nine, he had terrorized the family enough by singing the entire cast recording of Annie every afternoon and soon found himself on the stage of the Little Theater at Gastonia in the musical Shenandoah. T. Oliver then performed throughout his childhood and adolescence with the guidance of George Gray, Andrew Miller, Mark Hyde, Rebecca Ryan, Deppie Ryan, and Trip McGill. After graduating from high school, he was awarded a scholarship, talent-based of course, to the University of North Carolina School of Arts. Two days after graduating, just two days after graduating with his bachelor's degree in music, he began to work on the second national tour of Once on This Island, and then went on to Guys and Dolls national tour before making his New York City debut on Broadway. His Broadway credits are robust. They include Chicago, Kiss Me Kate, Follies, Thoroughly Modern, Millie, Never Gonna Dance, La Cajo Faux, The Wedding Singer, Mary Poppins, Damn Yankees, and the 25th anniversary concert of Dreamgirls. T. Oliver has been lucky enough to work with some of the greatest white wave, brightest stars that include none other than Cheetah Rivera, Brian Stokes Mitchell, Jane Krakowski, Karen Ziemba, Blythe Danner, Judith Ivey, Marin Mazi, Sutton Foster, and Robert Boulay. He's also great for all things diversity, equity, and inclusion in the theater. And we're going to talk about that a lot today as he is the founder of the Black Theater Coalition. T. Oliver, welcome to The Caring Economy. Thank you, Toby. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, you know, we've been friends for so many years, just social friends. And I've always been impressed with certainly your talent as a performer, but also, quite frankly, your your advocacy, the work you do, um, you'd say on the side, uh, as a, a passion project, whatever. Um, and I, I just wonder if you might first, as we do with all of our guests on The Caring Economy, give us a sort of a two, three minute overview. I've introduced you with that intro, but how did you get where you got? It didn't, nobody got where they got by themselves. Someone helped them, they had their bumps. So how did you yeah. become such a star? It doesn't, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of that is, is the information that you gave in the intro. Uh, there were so many people along the way, whether it's family or, or mentors that I, I never even knew they were mentors at the time who were teaching me along the way, every director that I've worked with on Broadway, producers, music directors, stars of certain shows. Uh, over these years, I've always collected bits of information. And, and many times I always said to myself, why are you holding on to this bit of information? Uh, and all of those little bits of uh, those morsels of knowledge from each person really helped me become the, the human being that I am now and, and have helped me get to this point where where my passion and my purpose seem to be in the same place uh, and working in the same direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what a tough, tough career, I think, from all the actors I've known in New York through the years mm -hmm. to make that break. You've done it. And we definitely want to explore that. But more recently, you, you've just really come to the fore on what I call the advocacy front, that purpose piece, right? So mm -hmm. 
with COVID and, and all the challenges to actors, tell us about the Black Theater Coalition. Was that something you started before COVID or during COVID? I uh, started before COVID. Uh, several years ago, I had an initial idea of a way to shine light on on Black talent working, working in the American theater. So I went to uh, my co-founder, Warren Adams, to just sort of give him the eye, talk to him about the idea, which, and we started talking and, and looking at how we could put together a three or five year plan of shows and allow different professionals, whether they are directors, choreographers, set designers, lighting designers, sound designers, what have you, work on specific shows. And as we kept looking through and thinking about shows, we realized there were some areas that there were so few people who had been given the opportunity to work on the level of Broadway. And we knew that it's that we needed to look at that. And as we looked at the data, uh, we realized that over the, the history, the century plus of, of theater in New York, most black professionals who were not on stage had worked less, it was one less than 1% of the people who had worked on Broadway were black professionals. Mm -hmm. So of the more than 11,000 shows, um, that, that spoke to us in a way that's like, we realized that has to change. And in the moment that we were in this pause and we all witnessed the murder of George Floyd and we'd seen uh, what was happening with Black Lives Matter, it was like, this is the time. And for me, it's it was it was also that moment that, you know, I feel like for a generation now, we've been waiting for someone to to step up in the way that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. did or the way that Bobby Kennedy did. And finally, I said, I said to myself, like, why are Stop we waiting, waiting for someone as opposed to if, if you have an idea or there's something that, yeah. you know, you can you can at least shepherd in into the world, then yeah. that's what needs to happen. So I, I don't and for me, it's like I don't know that we will ever have that that singular person again who is leading us all but to have many you know spear holders many leaders who can get us get us to where we want to be yeah well i i think well kudos to you i actually think you're right for any social movement i don't think there can ever be one person anymore identified with us lgbtq or climate you know yeah. but it cannot be that she can't be the only person no. that is the face of climate action right yeah so, absolutely so good for you for stepping up in that regard when you talked about that 1% of black uh, theater uh, folks, it, is that on stage or is that also behind the scenes? That's that's off stage. And that is wow. that is the reason for, for our mission statement says to remove the illusion of inclusion in the American theater. It's because right. if you if you look at theater around the country, if you come to Broadway and you look at Hamilton or Ain't Too Proud or Town or any number of shows, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, you see lots of black and brown bodies on stage. What you don't see is those same black and brown bodies as producers, as directors, as general managers, as casting. So for us, it was really about making sure in all those creative areas to make sure that in those areas, we were able to, to increase the number of black professionals working. So, you know, uh, over over the past century or so of all of those 11,000 plus shows, there have been 17 black choreographers before uh, the 2021 21 season. Uh, there had been 10 black producers of black directors of plays, 11 black directors of musicals, two black producers of a musical and all of that time. Now things have definitely changed this year. There have been a lot more opportunities uh, but for us, it's like we have to make sure those opportunities continue and that this is not a Band-Aid fix in in the wake of Black Lives Matter. But this is absolutely 
a change in the course of Broadway, a way to make sure that over the next generation, we are able to sustain the work we're doing now and also and also sustain Broadway because it, it, it can't live in, in the vacuum that it's living in right now. Uh, for us to continue and for stories to be told that are stories of humanity, we want to see those stories that are told by uh, our Asian brothers and sisters and our Latin brothers and sisters and our black brothers and sisters and our white brothers and sisters so that we all understand that we're 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 on this journey together and those stories of humanity that are written by or directed by or cast by someone of uh, a race or ethnicity other than yourself still may speak to you in a way that that you will want to see that show you will want to spend your money on that show the the consumers will want to spend their money on all these shows and mm-hmm. and you know we both know the bottom line unfortunately the finances will win out so if we if we continue to to make theater that people want to see they'll come and see it mm-hmm. well so there's an interesting divide there between commercial theater and not so mm-hmm. i wonder for example who are some of the quote unquote philanthropic funders of your work and of the Black Theater Coalition, and who are some of the commercially um, involved producers or individuals who are supporting this kind of uh, well supporting Black Theater Coalition? Yeah. Or is it one or the other? Uh, there, there's there are both. I mean, we filed during the pandemic, and last this past August, we received our our info from the IRS. We are officially a five hundred one c three, which is amazing. Uh, that it, it happened fairly quickly, uh, but we de- we definitely have the industry partners who have who have stepped up and said we realize that we have been living within this industry in a way that was not inclusive, uh, not actually speaking towards speaking of diversity in any way. And so those producers, those general managers, those directors, what have you, who we now consider our partners or our accomplices, are on this journey with us. Now we also have been fortunate that. Over the past year, we had some we've had some corporations who who understand what we're doing as well and are are joining us as partners. So that's that's been a huge bonus in, in the work that we want to be able to do, to do in, in the next in the upcoming years. And so, you know, a Broadway across America, which is part of the John Gore organization, they have they have theaters across the country as well as a huge presence uh, in New York City. Uh, Lauren Reed, who's uh, Think her. Think her official title is. I think she's vice president of JGO, but also is chair of the Broadway League. Uh, working with her and their organization to to facilitate fellowships across the country uh, for for young black professionals who are trying to get into the, the theater business is, is an amazing thing. So there, there's been a lot that's happened in this year, and a lot of partners who really understand the work. Again, we're we're in a place that there we we know and we knew when we when we. We, we started on this journey that there would be people who were just treading water, just waiting so they could get back to business as usual. And there are some of those. And for those, we, we offer support when they are ready to see the road that we are on is, the, is truly the only way that we're going to be able to keep the American theater alive and thriving. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, again today on The Caring Economy, we have T. Oliver Reed with us. He is a, he's a, a fantastic Broadway actor and friend, but also the founder of the Black Theater Coalition. Hey, uh, T. Oliver, I wanted to ask if there are any corporations you might want to give a shout out to or brands that are, you know, from the private sector that are getting behind the coalition. 
Absolutely. I mean, we've we've been fortunate that early on we had conversations with AARP and American Express, uh, and we're we're happy to call them both partners. Uh, most recently, uh, conversations with Prudential, so we're happy to call them a partner as well. There there are many others that we've not had we've not had substantial conversations with, but we know that they are they are coming. So we you know we have fingers crossed that they will they will see what we're doing and what we've been able to accomplish in this past year. Uh, and we'll be able to call them partners soon. And, you know, we are also in a position to really start having conversations a lot of the, with a lot of the, the family foundations and the work that they are able to do and the funding that they are able to give. And what we found over the over the pandemic was most of them were really focused on social justice and what they could do because there was so much happening and there was so much that was in the faces of all of all of us and especially these these foundations. And they were really focused in that direction. So now our hope is that they will understand that the arts are an integral part of who we are as human human beings, as as who we are as as Americans, and and also uh, join you know, jump on our bandwagon and and see what we can do. Because for us, it really is it's not just about Broadway. It truly is about changing the American theater. Because each of us who you know we we call ourselves fortunate enough to work in this Broadway box, we all come from small towns. I come from the small town in North Carolina and to make sure that people understand it's not just here. Theater is in every community. The stories that we have and the stories that we need to tell start mm -hmm. in those communities. And then we are able to come to New York. So we wanna make sure that those communities and young people in those communities understand that there's, there's something that is bigger that is possible, or there's something that is amazing. There's an adult, there could be an amazing way for them to to live in the city that they want to live in and still be a part of the American theater. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to come back to that, uh, particularly beyond America and globally with theater. But first, I want to ask you for our listeners, if they want to support the, the Black Theater Coalition, how best to follow you or the coalition? Yeah, uh, you can follow me at uh, T. Oliver Reed on Instagram as well as, uh, oh my gosh, Twitter. Uh, we're uh, Black Theater Coalition, also at Black Theater Coalition on Instagram, uh, Black at Black Theater Co on Twitter. If you go to blacktheatercoalition.org, if you would like to donate, you can do so there. Uh, and like all, all the donations that we're getting go towards our our Broadway fellowships. And this year, um, this inaugural year, we'll have 54 fellows working in different areas around the business, so producing, uh, general managing, company management, directing, choreography, etc., uh, giving them opportunities that they've not had before, and these are these are paid fellowships. So that while they're doing this over the year, it allows them to to actually live in New York and and really immerse themselves in theater. Because one of the things we found is when when people are doing internships with, with, that we we have stricken from our vocabulary, they're usually doing it for very little money, and they actually don't get to then experience the the other parts of these internships and you know most of them are you don't get to go out and have drinks with your right with your your partners or your colleagues because you if you're doing an internship you have no money you may be working a second or third job this we wanted to make sure there was enough money uh as a part of the fellowship so that these fellows can immerse themselves for the full fellowships and because this business is not just about being in an office from nine to six or being in a theater from seven to 11, but the full day and really being able to understand what how, how theater is made in New York. Yeah. 
do they are these mostly students like college age students or no they're well, uh, for the for the college age students, uh, we have the a regional fellowship that is uh, being co-sponsored by Broadway Across America for these for the Broadway fellowships. Most of these are people who have been working in the business, uh, again, either working regionally or working off Broadway and haven't haven't had the opportunity to make the jump to Broadway. Some who are making career transitions who have been uh, on stage and performing and realize that they they love this business and they want to stay in this business. They just want to do something else and they yeah. have interest in marketing or public relations or or general management or what have you. So some of them are making those making those those switches. That's fantastic. Uh, you and I had I'm going to the international. You and I had done a, um, a collaboration around West End and Broadway earlier this year with mm -hmm. really around the pandemic and reopening and. I wonder we talk about also uh, DE and I in theater. I wonder how you compare and contrast the West End with um, Broadway in terms of the work of the Black Theater Coalition. Uh, it's it, we, we've had we've had several conversations with with the National Theater and uh, and other organizations, whether it's. Um, uh, Cameron McIntosh's organization or a really useful group uh, as they're working in, in the UK and on the West End. Uh, their issues are very similar. Uh, the way that they produce their shows is, is a little different, but we are we're we're we are still in the process of figuring out how we can how we can connect, how we can intersect with what's happening on the West End. Uh, and again, there they are in New York and in the United States, there there are more there are more black professionals who have not been given opportunities uh, on the West End there. It is definitely much more of a multicultural approach to how do we get more people of other, of how do we get more people who are not Caucasian into, into the buildings as, as opposed to where we are with, with our organization. But for us, we also realize that you know, at some point we, it will be a little, it will be more multicultural. But right now we knew that we needed to put the oxygen masks on ourselves before we tried to help anyone else uh, to really make sure that we were able to focus in on on this portion of of the fix, and then as we can help others, help others. Yeah, I, I love that metaphor of the oxygen mask because you know we didn't know a year ago what would happen, right? So yeah. So how's it feeling for you now as a professional actor on Broadway with the the slow but seems certain recovery? Are you elated? Are you cautious? Are you I'm, I, I am, I am cautiously optimistic, as they say. I mean, I, I do believe that we are, we are coming back uh, and that shows as they're reopening will knock on wood, stay open. Uh, I, my biggest concerns are that there are people who made pronouncements, who said they wanted to do certain things who will backslide and therefore I think for all of us, it will be a question of how we lean in, how we have these conversations uh, as to the way we want to proceed. Uh, how, if we, if we want to really embrace diversity, equity and inclusion, if we really want to diverse responding to each other and reacting to each other in ways that are much more humane, then we have to, we have to stand by that. If we want to say to people, if you are sick, you need to take a sick day, you shouldn't be in the theater because it, it may contaminate the space, especially after the past year and a half that we've had and, we, and how, how cautious we are right now about masks, masks and all in the theater, to be able to say, that's what we said we wanted to do. How do we make the changes necessary in order to live by the words we, we spoke months ago? Yeah. 
Um, one last question for you, Tialber. Uh, you teach. You teach a lot. I know it's important. Oh gosh, yes, what, yeah. What? Why is that? And what does it do for you? And what does it do for others? Do you think? Well, I, for me, I mean, I think it is. I think it's the way that we are able to to pass down any wisdom, any knowledge that we may have to another generation of 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 whichever field we may be in. So if if you are a doctor, to put, be able to pass down any wisdom you have to younger doctors for me uh, as a as a performer to be able to pass down any knowledge I may have to the next generation of of singing actors that are that are coming up. Uh, and that I think that's a part of that's a part of the journey. It's the same thing, you know, your our parents want to pass down to us anything they've learned so that we it makes it an easier journey for us. And I feel I feel like we need to be able to do the same thing for those who are who are just starting the journey. So for me to be able to work with uh, undergrad and graduate actors and singers and to give them any bit of any bit of wisdom or knowledge or just stories that I have I have amassed over, you know, 25 years now work, working in New York. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you have any shows booked right now you want to share with our listeners that they want to? Uh, I have a show coming up. Well, <laughs> I say coming up uh, a couple of months away at uh, Birdland on February 13th. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll be doing a new show, I think, eight o'clock that night uh, with my musical director, Larry Yerman. It does not have a name yet because I haven't figured out what it's going to be, but the, the music is all in place. Fantastic. Birdland, the celebrated club yeah. here in New York. So we'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, again, today it's been my joy to have T. Oliver Reed with us, the celebrated Broadway actor and founder of the Black Theater Coalition. Thank you so much for joining us, T. Oliver, and break a Thank leg, you. as they say. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to The Caring Economy, brought to you by Philanthropic Impact. If you'd like to add greater purpose to your business or your career, please follow us on Twitter at T. Usnick or on LinkedIn at Toby Usnick. We are at your service. Thank you for tuning in and have a great career.